Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. We got me, we got Ben, and we got a mock draft. This is going to be a good one. Um, before we get into the mock draft today, got a few housekeeping items. Uh, number one, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know. Um, what, should, what should we have them let us know? Just tell us what you think. We're trying to branch out our game a little bit into the YouTube area. Trying to, obviously the podcast isn't going away, but we're going to try to start doing more stuff on YouTube and see how that goes and what we can do. So tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we can improve on. And yeah, just let us know. We're always, obviously, just comment about fantasy if you want. We'll respond to that. (laughs) We'll talk about fantasy all day. Also, if you're listening to us on uh, your podcast player of choice, leave a review, rate us where you can do that. Obviously, give us five stars because yeah, don't if 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 you're gonna give it one star, just don't rate. Just, just walk away, <laughs> put the phone down, just go listen to someone else. It's it's that easy. Uh, we got a rookie mock draft today. We're gonna basically what we're doing is we are pulling up one of our shared dynasty leagues where we have. An enormous amount of rookie picks, and we're going to go through that rookie draft and kind of explain where we're feeling some player values, and uh, at the end of it, we'll have a three-round rookie mock draft with uh, some hopefully extra little information for all y'all to take into your rookie drafts. Before we get into all that, though, we do have some news. It is free agency in the NFL, and there are a whole lot of deals to go through uh, that will be fantasy relevant. So we're just going to rifle down this list here. It hasn't been that many fantasy relevant, though, which is weird. Like, there is no... I mean, there's obviously there's some, but nothing has really shocked the world yet. I mean, I guess that's true. There were were a couple that were pretty insane. Um, But yeah, overall, nothing in too crazy, I I guess. But, uh... The first one I think worth mentioning, Jacoby Myers signed with the Raiders for $11 million per year, which I thought was really interesting because I thought he was going to get a lot more money than that. I thought I think Jacoby Myers is a good receiver. Yeah, he's very solid. Not necessarily a star by any stretch, but he's a very solid NFL receiver. I was expecting him to get, honestly, like 15 or $20 because I think everybody feels like he's the best receiver in this free agency class, and usually those guys get overpaid. Now he's not even going to be the one on his offense, which is sad. He's going to be the two. He was probably going to be the two in a lot of places. but I mean, that's fair. He was only the one in New England because they have nobody. Nobody. So he will be the two, or maybe even the three, because they have Hunter Renfro still. Yeah, Hunter Renfro's good. He's he's not bad himself. Um, and Jimmy G's the quarterback, so I, can he support two great wide receivers? I doubt it. I don't <laughs> He can support Devontae Adams. He can he can support just enough Devontae Adams to where you're not completely done with Devontae Adams, but he's not going to be great. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Alan Lazard. Well, uh, okay. Backing up here a second. So Aaron Rodgers gave the Jets a wish list. <laughs> I hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> And so the I Jets are signing all his him. friends. <laughs> it's going to be real, real sad for Jet fans when they do all of this to get Aaron Rodgers 
and he decides, no, nah, I'm not going to the Jets. Oh. Yeah. I, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Anyways, they overpaid Alan Lazard. They gave him, I think it was $10 million a year. So. They're going to overpay Randall Cobb. Yep. And Mercedes Lewis. George Cook, probably. Oh, geez. Bad. I mean, okay. All things considered, Lazard is fine. He's a good run blocker. I, initially, when I saw it, I thought, ooh, uh, Brees Hall up into the right. But, I mean, really what this Brees is. Brees Hall is already up into the right. Exactly. What this really is, is they're trying very hard to get Aaron Rodgers, and he is jerking the leg around. Uh, Sam Darnold was signed by the 49ers. Old Cal Shanahan got himself Great. a third-string quarterback. Okay. It, well, <laughs> he needs him. Uh, they're going to have to yeah. have nine quarterbacks on the roster going into this year. Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, they're going to need him because, I mean, you're right, uh, Brock Purdy may not be good to go by the start of the season. Sam Darnold, or um, Trey Lance, yeah, question marks about him with the broken ankle. Who knows? So, yeah, Sam Darnold may be the week one starter for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance is in year two of the NFL and still has yet to breach 20 games total played since college. (laughs) Including college. Yeah, including college. (laughs) I think... um, what was the ridiculous stat? I think it was that Tom Brady threw more passes last season than Trey Lance has thrown in his entire college and NFL career. I, I would believe that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Rashad Penny signed to the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is probably the most fantasy, well, maybe the second most fantasy relevant signing in the. Uh, Free agency period. Obviously, Miles Sanders is going somewhere away. We don't we don't know where he's going somewhere. Rashad Penny to me could certainly rinse and repeat, be what Miles Sanders was for them a year ago, assuming he stays healthy. Yep, that is a big assumption with Rashad Penny. That's the operative word there because he has not done a very good job of that the past five years. My man. I don't even have a comp to Rashad Penny as as far as injuries. Like the dude just cannot stay on the field, and like they're not necessarily his fault. Some of it's just bad luck. I'm like just breaking legs. I don't know where. My he, gosh, he's got terrible luck. And what's so sad about it is he's a great player. Oh, like he's if awesome. if he if he was not so injury prone, he's probably made himself a very large amount of money. And it's very possible that. You know, he's not super old. He's 26 or 27. Um, so he's probably still got a couple of good years left. It's, it's very possible that should he stay healthy, he could be a 1,200-yard rusher for the Eagles. But I mean, obviously... He, I think capability-wise, he can do the same thing that Miles Sanders did this year. For sure. I think personally, and again, we haven't really seen it for a full year. I do think... Penny is a better rusher than Miles Sanders is, but Miles Sanders does more in the passing game. Rashad Penny does yep. zilch in the passing game. Sanders probably a little bit quicker than Penny is. Yeah, he might be. Penny Penny's just like a big home run threat. Like he just yeah. he's a big play waiting to happen. Could be very very interesting for the Eagles. It'll be interesting to see where he goes in drafts. Uh probably the biggest move though, 
thus far was that the Giants traded a third-round pick and acquired tight end Darren Waller. Well, we not I mean not just us, but I mean they need pass catchers, and Darren Waller is a pass catcher. It's not a receiver, but close enough, right? They, I, mean, I still think they should draft a receiver with their first pick. I, I would not be surprised if they if they did that. I if you're going to go sign Daniel Jones to a hundred sixty million dollar deal, your very next move, which it is, is to go get him some pass catchers because he did not have any good pass catchers. Yeah, that is so, my biggest argument that I keep making. Is I, I get all the hate that Daniel Jones is coming from, but he has yet to have some legitimate weapons to work with. So if they're going to pay him one sixty, let's do it. Let's make sure he's worth it. Let's let's help him succeed. Exactly. Yeah. So Darren Waller shirt certainly should do that. And I think honestly, now that he is on that offense, it's going to be so much more of a condensed passing pie that I think Darren Waller's probably going to be a pretty decent tight end option just because tight ends suck. And most of the problem with Darren Waller was that there was other guys who could steal passing work in the Raiders offense. Does he jump back into the top five tight ends, or is he still outside looking in? I think he's right after Hawkinson, but I would be okay taking him over George Kittle. Okay. So, what? I mean, I guess, what is that, five? Well, you and I differ on uh, TJ Hawkinson. You've probably well, got I mean, him at... <laughs> I mean, I've got... Okay, so it would be Kelsey, it would be Andrews, it would be. Um, Don't say it. Hawkinson. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Waller. Pitts. <laughs> there you go. I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, final thing here could be potentially very interesting. The Los Angeles Chargers granted Austin Eckler permission to pursue a trade. They don't want to pay him. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. <laughs> get him out of there. I'm not going to lie to Austin you. Eckler. I think it could be pretty decent for the rest of the Chargers offense for their fantasy uh, finishes for Austin Eckler to not be a Charger. It's great for Herbert. I think it's great for Allen. I think it's I really great for Mike Williams. Yeah. Dude, I'm sick of of them getting down to the five-yard line and then giving Austin the Eckler the ball four times in a row, and he scores. <laughs> Just let Herbert be the MVP that he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough to be an MVP when you've got a running back sniping 30 touchdowns a year. Yeah. That's why I am I'm, I'm fully back in on Justin Herbert this year. I am so ready for him. I think he, I think that there's probably a pretty pretty solid chance he jumps back in to the top five and uh, maybe even higher than that. I, I could see that being a possibility. I'm all in. Why don't we do it, huh? You want to hop into this mock draft? Speaking of speaking of all in, let's 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 jump into this. Let's let's do it. All right, so we got the draft sitting right here. All we got to do. Is hit start, and yes. So before we, we, we before like we go, it. how are we going to do this? Because are we going to draft? You know, on our top 
rookies, I guess, or is this going to go based on the positional need of the actual team? Because I mean, this, this is a mock of a real, te- real league we have that we're in. I, I would go just based on how you see these players. On how we see these players. Okay. If that is indeed the case, um, simply because we don't know landing spots, this is a Superflex League, I am going to go with CJ Straub at two. That is wild. So, okay. This is, this is in my head... He's the most likely guy for the Panthers to take. And if he is the guy that the Panthers are this all in on, I think he should be the first quarterback off the board. Fair enough. And I I don't think that is crazy. But also at the same time, if I've got that number one spot, I'm really going to swing for the fences. So here with myself on the clock, I will take... Anthony Richardson. Yeah, obviously Bijan goes number one. You take Stroud two. I go Richardson at three. So uh, I have a lot, so of, then, lot, of, lot of first round. I got three top five picks in this draft. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, yeah. So back on the clock at four. I've got four and five. So it's kind of the world is my oyster here, which is great. <clears throat> um. Staring down. So I took C.J. Stroud. So I got the quarterback. However, Bryce Young is still on the board, and he's very intriguing to me. Um, I think you you got to go the quarterback since it's super flex and take Young here. Yeah. And then I'm sitting still at five, and that's when I'm easily taking, if he's still there, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbo, our top wide receiver off the board. Yeah, that's where it gets so tough because you got these three quarterbacks and the assumption is obviously that Bijan is going to be the 101 in rookie drafts. Those three quarterbacks, you make the argument that they go, you know, one, two, three after that. And so then at the 105, you're sitting where you can either take Jameer Gibbs or Jackson Smith and Jigba, unless somebody kind of upsets the order with those first few picks and instead of taking a quarterback goes with one of those positional players. Which makes it really interesting. Um, so yeah, 105, 106, and Jigba and Gibbs, which puts me back on the clock at 107. And uh, this is a very, very Things difficult pick to have in rookie drafts. I am not going to lie to you because the pretty much the decision here, you're going between, in my opinion, Zach Charbonnet or Jordan Addison. Uh, I would not take Quentin Johnston as the wide receiver too. So, you know, you're not considering tight ends or anything here. I personally, because I think the dude's a stud, I would go Zach Charbonnet at 107. Wow. Is Will Levis uh, anywhere in consideration for you there? No. I am not... So in a rookie draft, I'm either trading for one of the top three guys or I'm I'm just straight up passing on Will Levis, to be honest with you, unless he falls to the second round. I know his yeah. values in the first, but I do not like the trade-off of that first-round rookie pick for Will Levis right now. Okay. Which uh, might, that might after, be a hot take, but... Yeah. 
Well, see, I see a lot of people put, you know, Levis as the 105, like right after Stroud, Richardson, Young. Nope. Then Levis. No. Then the uh, skilled guys. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would not Which, have Which, I mean, that. I don't. I don't know where I would, you know, put in the situation how I would go. I mean, obviously, I guess that's a lie. We know I took Njigba and Gibbs and them. But I can I see the argument, I should say, for uh, for just the quarterback. Since he is, I mean, he's a prototypical build and everything for quarterback. So, who knows? But yeah. uh, after Charbonnet, you take Charbonnet. Addison goes one away. Then Levis at nine. Quentin Johnston at ten. Then Michael Mayer, Kayshawn Boutte, Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs, putting me back on the clock next. And I think I go with, uh, he didn't run the 40 at the Combine, but I still like everything else about his profile. I take Sean Tucker there yeah, and kind of pray he's good. Uh, I think he does have the size where he can still be a solid quarterback or solid running back. We didn't see him run the 40, but we all suspect he's really fast. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the way – so we don't really have any more rookie picks left. I got this last one here at 309. But I think the way this draft sort of worked out is really interesting. Um, you get Tucker – in this case, it's a 10-team league. So Tucker at the 205. But Zay Flowers doesn't go till the 206. And I think he is probably going to be a stud. You get Devon A. Chain, Zach Evans, and Tang Bigsby rounding out your second round, and all of them are good. Kendra Miller goes at the 302. Especially Bigsby. Yeah, I mean, all these dudes are great. Hendon Hooker, I think, is a good quarterback. Yeah. I comped him. I was talking to somebody, and I comped him to Jacoby Brissett at, like, I think that's I, probably his He's a better runner floor. than Brissett. He's definitely a better runner yeah. than Brissett. He is, for sure. He's, he's Brissett those- if Brissett could run. He may never start, I don't know, but you're taking the bet of if he does start, he's going to be just fine for fantasy. Exactly. So, you know, Kendra Miller at the 302. That's I mean, he's really good. Roshan Johnson at 304. Everybody yeah, says he's Chris great. Carson, and that's that seems pretty, you know, pretty legit. Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington. Kincaid may go in the first round, which I think that should bump him up at the second round of rookie drafts at least. I think he might. And that would be terrifying. Um, okay, so there's really no quarterbacks left that are even remotely interesting. Stetson Bennett and Tanner McKee kind of rounded out this third round. There's a couple more running backs that I think are kind of interesting, so I'll just take a flyer here on Israel Abanaconda. Luke Musgrave rounds it out. And that closes out the rookie draft. A couple uh uh, who's it? Rishi Johnson didn't get drafted, which is interesting. Um, Rishi Rice. Rishi Rice. Sorry, yeah. So that was something of note, but like a lot of people are looking at him in third rounds. But I don't know. Something to, something to see. Yep. I uh, I don't know. I think that was there was a lot of interesting stuff there. I I think when it comes to those first few picks, it'll be really interesting to see where the quarterbacks go when the positional players start going and then how far players drop into the second round. Cause I think there's going to be some really good players in the second round um, that like, you're just going to fall, you know, that'll fall into your lap kind of thing. Yeah. This is one of those classes. Um, normally like I don't, I don't really treat second round picks as much and I kind of throw them away as toppers on trades, but this year, 
that pick is is worth a little bit more in my eyes to me. Like I could, there's a chance, you know, I'm sitting there with the 205. You know, if the Sean a Sean Tucker type player is there, like I'm keeping that pick. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. I think if you're in a 12 team league and you have, you know, rookie picks between like the 201 and like the 205 or 206 I'm pretty excited about what I might be getting with those picks like I might be getting legitimate flex positional players at those spots Um, and I don't know if they're ever going to be studs per se but I think you have guys that have an 11 points per game kind of expectation in their future kind of thing which you know as as we know about fantasy football especially running backs they get hurt which means having those guys that can go get you 10 points per game uh, if they One score a touchdown. They could get you 14, 15 points. That's great. Having those guys on your bench, being able to slot those guys in. So I think being able to stock up, there's probably four or five of those types of running backs that will be found in, in, the, in the draft this year. Yep, I agree. Anything else? Uh, nada. All right, we'll wrap up this one. We'll see you later this week. When we're talking Dynasty Cells, we got some really good stuff for that one. But that'll do it for this episode of the show. We'll see you.